Welcome, welcome, welcome to the third official episode of Let's Talk About Gen Z, brought to you by WNYU Radio on 89.1 FM. I'm your host, Ella Traeger, and today we have a very special guest. For today's episode, Let's Talk About Loneliness, we have an absolute icon of a human known non-professionally for his career as a transfer student at NYU and for his cool hobbies like molding clay. This is Max Kimura. Woohoo! Hey guys. <laughs> okay. So let's just get right into it, I guess. Well the name of this episode I think I told you is Let's Talk About Loneliness. Mm-hmm. So my first question for you is you might be like, huh, how is this related? But just go with it. Mm-hmm. What did you expect college to be like? Like, like when you were younger. And like, oh, when I was younger. Yeah. When I was younger, I thought it was gonna be like. I don't know. There's like a a Will Ferrell movie, um, where he's in college. I don't like remember why he's in college. I don't even remember the movie, but I like remember vividly a scene of like Will Ferrell doing a keg stand. So I oh. thought it would be like that. Like I don't even think they're at like frats in a lot of those movies. They're just like at houses. Um, <laughs> So I thought it would be like that, you know, um, and yeah, yeah I, th- I thought it would like, be like really big parties, no, same. no work. Um, cause I mean, all my exposure, I, I'm the oldest sibling, oh. so all my exposure was like through movies. I was doing some research for this episode and there was this one article that's talking about how like college isn't sold to teenagers as just like any place or passage. It's like a painted promise that's supposed to be the end of all worries you know like once you get accepted to college all of your worries go away I guess that's true for a lot of things in life but like all of your worries go away and then but then like you get to college and the gap between fantasy and reality is like so huge yeah it's um, like oh god is this really what I'm here doing and I don't know if that's just a me thing or if everybody feels that. Yeah, I mean, I went to I went to Skidmore last year before I transferred here, and like, I don't know, it was real dreary and like depressing, just like super cold. It got cold, like really cold. In, Sar- in Skidmore. Yeah, at Saratoga, and there was really not much to do. Like during the winter, I was just mm-hmm. kind of like sitting around, um, which is fun when you're with friends, but also like I was looking for something more. I'm still kind of getting adjusted here. Yeah. Um, it's different. Yeah, I'm still getting adjusted here, too. (laughs) So, yeah. No, I I went to Ohio State, as you know, and, like, it was the same there. Maybe if I had found my people or whatever, it wouldn't have felt so isolating. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, there was – I didn't feel like there was much to do. All right, let's move on. Second question. What goes through your mind, if this happens to you, when you're sitting at home or, like, you're in your dorm or whatever and you're scrolling through social media and you see people out, like, doing fun – quote-unquote fun things like they're out drinking doing whatever um is that usually you like are you do you find yourself sitting in your dorm sometimes scrolling through yeah no absolutely um i mean at skidmore i think i mean i since i've been here i really don't have like i have friends but it's not like skidmore was such a small school It it was really tiny and it was like very clicky like they were very defined friend groups and you know i really had my friends within the first few weeks Mm -hmm. and then those were my friends and those are the people i'm still friends with and i think it's much harder 
to really make friends here um, and meet people. So I do find myself like that more. Definitely not, not at Skidmore. I was never like just scrolling like, oh, I wish I were doing this. Maybe yeah. like I was like looking at my friends at other schools. Like, oh, that looks like so much fun, but not like at Skidmore, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. I, I didn't get like FOMO from that school, but I definitely feel that here. I mean, especially in the city, I feel like if I'm not doing something, I'm missing out on something. Um, yeah. Yeah. I definitely feel the same way. I think when I'm scrolling through on TikTok or Instagram, Snapchat, whatever it is, and I see people out and about screaming, dancing, having fun, whatever, it just, like, amplifies the feeling of loneliness times a million. Yeah. Because it just, it's like, oh, crap, I really am just sitting in my residence hall doing, or, like, my dorm doing nothing, yeah. you know? Um, I think, for me, it's like, it's not like, oh, I wish I were, I mean, there are times when I, like, I'm happy I'm in, like, I make the conscious yeah, decision yeah. to, like, and so then I don't really mind as much because I'm happy, like, doing what I'm doing. But if it's, like, something, like, I'd want to be out mm. and I see people out, it's, like, it's not even, like, I feel like, I mean, there are some judgments that it's, like, reflecting on me and, like, like who I am and, like, mm-hmm. but I feel I like feel that, yeah. I feel like it's mainly, like, I just wish I were doing that, you know? Like, I, that looks fun. I wish I were there. Like Yeah, yeah. Right. You're exactly right. Okay. Let's keep it moving. When you're lonely, if you feel lonely ever, mm-hmm. which maybe you never have, which is really awesome. Yeah, like I was singled out for this episode. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when you're lonely, what do you do? What do I do? Yeah. I mean. Also, I guess, what does it feel like? Shit. I mean, it feels like, you know, you're really like alone. Like, and that's obvious. But, like, oh. like, there's, like, like, there's like no one to talk to. Like, yeah. Um, and I mean, sometimes it's all right. Cause like, I know that I have friends and family and, you know, a lot of people that care about me, but like, I mean, especially here while I'm still like working on making friends and stuff. Um, and my friends that I have, I mean, like I have friends from high school, friends from my old school, um, you know, just random friends. They're all over the place, Mm -hmm. like not close like not not where I could like see them and stuff and they have their own stuff going on so I'll usually like reach out to them and like just talk to them but I mean I, I, I keep in mind that like they have their own shit going on there and like I don't want to be like overbearing and annoying mm-hmm. um so I don't know <laughs> that's a that's a good question usually I I mean I'm lucky I live pretty close to here so mm-hmm. I was feeling pretty lonely like a week ago when I went home I spent time with my family mm. um that was nice but like yeah um shit like I don't know do things that make you happy <laughs> like, yeah I guess that's like like that's a good one it's okay yeah. but you don't have to have an answer no yeah um it's all valuable I, I try to remember like even if I'm feeling lonely and if even if I am like alone in a place like I'm not alone in life you know mm. Mm. yeah that's nice you hear that, everybody? <laughs> Take it and write it down. Well, I mean, some people might be alone in life, and then it's that's like, true. like they don't like have shit. any friends I don't or really family. Know what to yeah. Do then. Yeah. Um, yeah. Aw, that was really wholesome, Max. Thank you. Oh uh, yeah, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last question. Oh, my last question is: introduce yourself. Tell us your name, pronouns, uh, your major, and a fun fact. I think you have a lot of fun facts. 
you're, you're like you're you're overselling me. You're gassing <laughs> me up. My name is Max Kamora. Um, I use he him pronouns. I'm a sophomore. I'm a I'm majoring in applied psych. Um, <sighs> fun fact. Um, I don't know. I hate I hate that question. Okay, fine. Like answer fact. it. Fine. Then ask yourself a better question and then answer it. Okay. My favorite. My favorite question to ask is like, what's the song that you're listening to a lot right now? Oh, that's a great question. Um, okay, what's your answer? It's like I always have like, when I like find like music that I like, like I'll like cycle through the same yeah, group yeah. of songs for Me so too. long. Um, so I'm like looking at my Spotify right now. Yeah, it's always like the most recent in my liked songs. I literally just put them on repeat. Um, I really like "Like You Used to" by Moody Man. I've been listening to that so much. All right, cool. Anything else you'd like to share with the people? Um, vote. Yeah. <laughs> vote in the midterms. Vote. You're right. Um, love your pets. Yep. <laughs> Yay! Hey. Well, that was fun. Thanks for coming on, Max. And now, connecting to the facts. As we all know, an important portion uh, or an important segment of each of these episodes will be connecting to the facts. So my question that prompted me to outline this episode, essentially, is we have ample opportunities to connect with one another, especially, you know, our generation, obviously, because let's talk about Gen Z. Woohoo! And, um, okay, so we have ample opportunities to connect with one another, right, in this increasingly technological universe. But somehow, loneliness rates are, like, skyrocketing. Why? That's my question. It may seem kind of obvious, but it's a lot deeper of an issue than I think people realize. So in doing some digging, I'm going to share what I found. First thing as we should always do, is define our terms. Thank you, Beacon High School. Um, let's define loneliness. So social psychologists define loneliness as, as the gap between the social connections you would like to have and those you feel you experience. There are a few different types of loneliness that I guarantee no one has ever heard of. There's psychological and interpersonal loneliness. So that's like, do I have any friends? Do I have someone I can tell my troubles to? And then there's um, existential loneliness. So things like, do I fit into the universe? Do I fit into society? Does my life have meaning, purpose, weight, valence, mission, you know? Then the third type of loneliness is societal. So if I enter a room, this is an example, if I enter a room, is my arrival anticipated and, and is it welcomed? So now that we know the definitions of loneliness, let's talk a little bit about the loneliness epidemic. And now, I'm not just making this term up. In 2017, a former U.S. surgeon, General Murthy, called loneliness, this is real, called loneliness a public health epidemic. Obviously, it's no COVID, but the end of this podcast, or the end of this episode will reveal my positive spin. Because, you know, we're trying not to be depressed out here. So, connecting to some facts, according to the research of this woman named Julianne Holt-Lundstad, uh, she's a professor of psychology and neuroscience, I think. Yeah. The heightened risk, this is true, again, the heightened mortality from loneliness 
is equal to that of smoking 15 cigarettes a day or being an alcoholic and exceeds the health risks associated with obesity. Are you kidding me, people? This is real. This is real. And it's scary, but it's real. So all of that we know. We know there's a loneliness epidemic. We know a lot of people in our generation, at least in my experience, are really, we're really feeling it out here, really going through it. But um, there are, for lack of a better term, treatments. Uh, that sounds a little too intense. What's another word I can use? Mm, ways to get better. <laughs> ways to feel less lonely. Okay, so I came up with this cutie little acronym. It's W, oh no, sorry, RWCC. What does that stand for? R, reach out. When you're lonely, almost the last thing you want to do, I'll speak for myself, when I'm lonely, almost the last thing I want to do is reach out. But I have to, you have to, we have to. We have to force ourselves to reach out. I read up about, I read about it and I don't know, think about it. Like when you're lonely, the last thing you want to do is feel like a burden. You're like, oh, I'm already lonely. What's the point of reaching out to anybody? I don't have anybody to reach out to. But the second you make that jump to, whether it's like a text or a letter or a phone call or anything, just kind of like make the effort. These are all things that just kind of, I don't know, they just, they help, okay? Just do it. Okay, so weak ties. This is my favorite one. Weak ties are little mini connections or conversations that you have, little mini ties that you have with people on a daily, weekly, randomly, typically with, I don't know, people you wouldn't consider like your friends, maybe your acquaintances. So for example, the people you see on the bus every morning on your way to work or the person always behind you in line at the coffee shop, something like that. Now, a body of research suggests that these ties, these little mini weak ties connections, yay, woohoo, are, me are very meaningful and predominantly positive. Okay, so that's a given. Um, my takeaway from that is keep up with these weak ties. Get off your phone when you're in line at the coffee shop or when you're waiting for the subway. And if you see someone next to you that you see literally every day or like I don't know, if you're at the gym and the same person is walking next to you on the treadmill every or running, whatever the hell you're doing, is working out next to you, don't make it awkward. If you feel you are able to, get off your phone and, I don't know, say, hey, what's up? What's your name? Something I say all the time is like, hey, I feel like I see you every single day. What's your name? I feel like I should know your name at this point. You know, something like that. And then start a conversation. That was my favorite part by far. Okay, maybe that's a stretch. That was one of my favorite parts about high school. Every day we would go into class and sit at our tables and we would sit maybe with people that we weren't best friends with, that we weren't even friends with, but that we were just acquaintances with and could have little chit chats with. And, you know, I don't know, th those weak ties, no matter how small they were, they always made me feel connected to something that's larger than myself. Okay, third, be creative. Another growing body of research, so many growing bodies, sorry, that's weird. Another growing body of research reveals the 
extremely positive, what a surprise, effect of art and creativity on feelings of loneliness. So truth, physiologically making art or being creative in any sort of way, whatever that means to you, has powerful effects on our bodies. It's true. It reduce it can reduce blood plethora. Oh, blood plethora. Yep, blood plethora. It can reduce blood pressure, bolster our immune systems, improve brain cognition, fight inflammation. So draw something if you can. Lower your blood pressure. <laughs> but yeah, write a poem, color, bead, fold paper. I don't know. What else? Write a song, sing a song, tap on some things, make music. Just be creative, you know? Also, something that I found when I was looking around the interweb is the Stuck at Home Together initiative. It's this project that offers a wide range of opportunities for engaging in creative expression and sharing and connecting with other people. It's so, so, so cute and wholesome. If you feel so empowered, feel free to check out their website. You can just type in um, Stuck at Home Together initiative in your web browser, and it'll be most likely the first link that comes up. Now, the last one, RWCC, Connect is probably obvious, but just because you are with other, so, okay, quick, quick preface. Just because you're with other people doesn't, you know, physically, doesn't mean you're not alone. In other words, you can still feel, or I can still feel very alone when I'm in a body of people. And on the other hand, just because you're alone doesn't mean you have to feel lonely. Just because I am alone doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to feel alone and by myself. So when I say connect, I don't just mean connect with other people. Of course, that's important. As we all probably know, it's kind of a given. But connecting with yourself is just as important. If you can, I, I think it's, I mean, how can you reconnect with other people or connect with other people at all if you don't feel connected to yourself? So... In order to decrease feelings of loneliness, maybe feel like you are a part of something whole, spend some time by yourself. Reconnect with yourself. And this is kind of embedded in the RW and other C, right? When you're doodling or making some sort of art, maybe you're doing that by yourself and it's making you feel more connected to something. So, so yeah, connect. Now, all that is to say that all of this loneliness, this is all kind of, this may seem dark, everything that we've just gone over, but all of it is to say that this loneliness that we all feel, potentially, has the potential to unify. That is my statement. This loneliness has the potential to unify. I don't know why it sounds better in an accent. So yeah, despite the fact that we all feel very alone, we all feel alone together. And if we can acknowledge this epidemic and make efforts to maintain those weak ties, to be creative, to connect with one another, to reach out, then we can maybe feel more of a sense of unity, which is the ultimate goal. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you next time.